Welcome back to the Trav and Rigney show. What's up, Travis? What's up? How you doing, buddy? Good. How you doing? I'm doing great, dude. Uh, you had a pretty stress-free football weekend with your team on bye last week. It How'd was super nice, dude. It was it was so nice. And man, it, I, I feel like it, I feel like it somehow was still terrible for you since the Giants and Cowboys. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's here's the deal though, right? You guys know me. I I bet money that they would so like if they're gonna win i'm gonna at least make money off it to make myself feel better that they won and made it to the next round <laughs> there you go i i am i'm thrilled and like if two and if, if 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 the giants and the cowboys have to make it to the next round of the playoffs i'm thrilled that these are the matchups that happened i i'm in love with the idea that the cowboys have to go to san francisco and play the 49ers i love that I love that for 49ers. You love that for the 49ers? Yeah. Yeah, for the 49ers. <laughs> okay. I I had a, like a like a very mild like uh argument with Murph's dad the other night about the 49ers and and legit he was convincing me a bit. I was not nearly as on board with the Niners being the hottest best team in the NFL and he just Merce dad was just laying down the facts on me. And I'm like, you know what? They're very good. You're right. They are. Uh, I will but, say a quote of the weekend. If I, if I may, uh, we are all at our buddy Murph's house and um, Murph's dad brings down some chicken wings and I grab a chicken wing and I'm, you know, I'm munching on it. Cause I munch on chicken wings. It's like my second favorite pastime. And uh, he comes back down with a tin full of uh, garbage bread and he sees, you know, I'm licking my fingers at this point because there ain't no napkins. And then so he goes, he goes, oh, she's coming with the napkins. I said, who's she? Being a total jerk. I'm obviously I know he's talking about his wife. <laughs> and he's like, you know, good old uh, what's her name? <laughs> and it had <laughs> had the whole room dying. And I forgot that happened. Oh, dude, my God. I was dude. crying. He's talking about Diane. Like, yeah, like he forgot what her name was good old, good old starts snapping his fingers what's her name <laughs> i'm like okay <laughs> oh my god that's amazing nah, i that forgot about good. that one or don't forget about, about the uh the quick three and a half minute roasting of me wearing a nirvana shirt that was fun too well yeah everybody just uh you know i think very subtly let you know that nirvana is overrated yeah it, but it, it turned subtle. into like this slam fest of people who wear Nirvana <laughs> merchandise. And I just, and I, I like very like slowly backed away. And I was like, I'm going to go change. I'll be back. My favorite is that like, basically it was me, Murph and Yeiser kind of just being like, yeah, dude, I don't know. They're kind of overrated, but like, I get why you wear the shirt or whatever. And then Cody, and then like Cody was like quiet the whole time. And then as like, it was kind of ending, Cody's just like, you probably would have never wore the shirt if he didn't kill himself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's good times. Yeah, no, it's great. But yeah, so we watched uh we watched the 49ers um absolutely uh thwomp the the Seahawks. Yeah, that was bad. Uh per expected, I would say. Um the I would say expected. I I was hoping for a bit better of a game than Seattle gave them, but um, 
the storybook run for Gino had, had come to an end this year. And, but that same day, I think, I think the news broke a little bit that uh, Seattle was planning on moving forward with Gino, uh, which great, great for him. I'm, it seems insane that he was all irrelevant last year and is now like he's going to make, he made the Pro Bowl, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, yeah, it's, I'm it's, excited it's for a, him. It's a crazy world we live in, but I'm happy, I'm really happy for Gino. Yeah, I'm very excited for him. I think, um, I think he deserves it. And I think the, I think the Seahawks would be stupid to, you know, I guess do something otherwise, whether that means go after somebody like, you know, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, or whatever. I think, I think it makes the most sense to just stay with Gino. And, and how long do we expect this, um, this Cinderella Brock Purdy story to continue? Like, is he, is he going to just hit a brick wall here and it's going to be bad and hopefully not against the Cowboys? He might hit a brick wall, but it might be at Disney World. Uh, <laughs> that would be wild. But the, the, that's going to deserve like a lot of attention. That a seventh round, Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, the last pick, the last of, the pick draft of the draft. Yeah, came in and won a Super Bowl for a team. That would be bonkers, man. Why? Why does that sound more impressive than an undrafted quarterback? Doesn't because it? Because they added it. Mr- a- they added a name to it. That's why Mr. Irrelevant, like yeah, to have Mr. Irrelevant lead you to the Super Bowl of victory. It's like, it's more, more impressive than, you know, the Kurt Warner story for some reason. Yeah. The undrafted Canadian football league guy. Cause it's like, it's basically like you, the league was, was slamming Brock Purdy, like uh, Mr. <laughs> Irrelevant. He has a Jersey that says Mr. Irrelevant on it. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, Rags the riches. I think that's why it seems more impressive than an undrafted. I do think, I think I, I do think that pick gets an extra bonus, dump, doesn't it? Probably, but I also think it's because when you're undrafted, you could be undrafted for any any number of reasons. Like you could have gotten hurt in the in the pre-draft process and just didn't get drafted, and you were just good. But yeah. like you, of the people who were healthy and did the combine and pro days and stuff, you were the worst person based on where you were drafted. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why it seems more impressive, in my opinion. Um, all right. How do you want to do this? Do you want to review the games that happened? Yeah, so we can um we can just go over quickly the the games from last week. Um, some of them were uh, they were all very close, actually, with the exception of the 49er Seahawks. That was probably the and the Bucks Cowboys wasn't very good, but yeah, the weekend games, if you don't include Monday and the and the Niners game. The 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 next the later game of Saturday was Chargers uh, at Jacksonville, and Jesus, what yeah. is ha- how is I don't know what to think about either of these teams right now. Like the the Chargers were supposed to be like real good, right? And then Jacksonville was not supposed to be that good, mm-hmm. and and now Trevor Lawrence threw four interceptions in the in first, the first half. half. That's yeah. so many. It's yeah, a lot. That's the, that's like <laughs> that's almost the most interceptions in one half ever. Is it, is five the most? Um, yeah. What's his name from the Bills? Through five and one half. What Peter the, Peterson. Peterman. P- Peterman. Peterman. Nathan he, Peterman. Nathan Peterson. Peterman, right. He threw five in the first half in the Bills it's, game. I it's think. either Peterman or Peterson. That's Peterman, dude. Is, is it not Peterson? No, Doug Peterson's a Jaguars coach. I know other people have names. Peterson. Nathan Peterman. 
Uh, Either way, uh, Jacksonville was down, what was it, 27 to nothing? This was a collapse seen only in Super Bowls played by the Falcons. This was really bad. Uh, Breaking news, it's Peterman. I said that a couple of times. That's fair. How is he still in the league? Can we talk about that? I don't know. No, we don't have to. We don't have to. We don't have to. Let's move on. 27 to nothing, dude. That's insane. Yep. Yeah, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Um, Murph, Murph could be up $150 if he had just listened to me. Yeah. I, yeah, but everybody in the room was saying, you know, don't cash out. I know. So, uh, full disclosure. I was in um, the room. Murph uh, is an addict, and gambling is his He's an addict. Is his, <laughs> this thing no uh he he bet two touchdowns for austin eckler and two touchdowns for um evan, evan ingram. ingram and uh you know he got two from eckler and one from ingram and all in the first half i think it was and so he had an entire half where he just had to wait for uh ingram to catch a touchdown when the jaguars were down by four touchdowns or something like that so it's kind of like you know it was possible you know what i mean and here's my whole theory of why I told him not to cash out, right? It's like, yeah, you could turn that $6 bet into 130 But you already won 150 earlier in the, in the day, right? So you're already up. And number two, you're just going to keep that money in there to try to win something big like 800 anyway. Right now, you're one catch away from the 800 Just, Just play it out, buddy. Yeah, except for now he could still be up that 154 or whatever it was at the max cash out. Now mm-hmm. he's not. Yeah, but that's okay. It's fine. That's I understand fine. that it's, it made sense, right? You, you had three of the four touchdowns you needed. It made sense to just ride it out at that point. Um, I just wanted to note that I was the only one in the room telling him to cash out. Hey, listen, you took the easy way out, right? That was the easy option. That would have been an easy way out. It also would have been the only, the way that, the only way you would have made money in that. Yeah. In that uh, but that's like this. That's like the safe thing, right? So it's like <laughs> anybody could have said to take the safe bet, right? Yeah. You can't, you can't stand up on your high horse with a hula hoop, drawing all this attention to yourself because you told them to take the safe way out. Yeah. And, and how easy was it for other people to tell them to ride it out when they didn't gamble the money? It's a lot easier to tell somebody to do something when it's not your money. True. However, I would have done it. I would have. I would have. I know. I know you would have. No, actually, I probably would have too. To to be fair, I think I would have probably cashed out because I probably need the money more than Murph does. (laughs) And I think that that's honestly a contributing factor to the decision being made. Well, I think just to be even more fair, I probably. Like they were down three touchdowns at the when he only needed one more from Ingram, and also yeah. he almost got it in the fourth quarter. It was like just over his head. Oh, I'm so mad when I saw that because I was rooting for him so hard to get it too. I probably, I probably would have not cashed out. It's tough. It's really, it's it's really a disease that I have. Like I'm, I'm willing to tell, I'm able to tell people the right thing to do, but never do it myself. What is that? Yeah, called? it's the it's the it's like fantasy football, right? Like if I asked you who to start between three players, you're like, oh, dude, start that guy for sure. But yeah. you could have the same exact like situation and asking everybody under the sun who they think you should start. Yeah, and then like I'll start the wrong guy. The other two will have gotten double the points that the guy has started. It's just 
it's it's really it's a really unfortunate series of events. How did we go down this rabbit hole? The gambling one. Uh, we were talking about the stupid Chargers. Stupid Chargers blowing a twenty-seven point lead. Man, they're dumb. <sighs> I, it's amazing to me that Staley kept his job. Yeah, how did he not get fired? I don't understand. I thought he might have got fired regardless. I wonder if <laughs> whether they won the game or not. <laughs> I wonder if Sean Payton, like, I wonder if they gave a call to Sean Payton's agent and asked if he'd be interested before they let go of Staley. Like, would you right. be interested? And he's like, nah. And they're like, all right, don't fire, don't fire him, dude. Sean Payton coaching Herbert. Oh god. Like, I can't see a snare. Or I can't see a, like a real reason why he would choose to go to Denver over L.A. Chargers. I don't is. know. I'd rather coach. I'd much rather coach Herbert than Russell Wilson. Samesies. Russell Wilson uh, seems unbearable on any oh human God. type of level. I've never like. I this isn't coming from a place of any real knowledge because I obviously I've never met Russell Wilson, but he just appears to be the the worst kind of fake person ever. And I don't mean fake like he's a no. robot. I mean fake like everything he comes out of his stupid mouth is a lie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, fake like a lying robot idiot face. That's what I meant. I mean, essentially, I guess he is like a stupid lying robot. He says, he says the same stupid thing after every interview he does. Right? Let's ride. Proposition. Let's it ride. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Go he off. just threw four picks or if they just won the game by 30. He says the same thing. And I can't imagine like the teammates are like loving it. You know, it took him almost the entire NFL season to throw as many touchdowns as he has bathrooms in his house. So, yeah. Which is crazy because I was only two away from that number. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you only have two bathrooms? Yeah. Now everybody knows how many toilets I have. <laughs> it's fine, dude. Well, Actually, it's, it's one and a half if, if, if you want to be technical. I, I, I like to think problem. of any bathroom that has a toilet as a full bathroom. Yeah, but it's not, though. I understand what makes it not a full. I just think. That's the most important thing you could have in the bathroom, and so for that reason, it gets it gets full status for me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you do the listing on my house when I sell it. Then, all right, man, that's cool. <laughs> Your house is gonna get listed for eight hundred thousand dollars, and I exaggerate everything. Wow, um, dude, that'd be sick. Honestly, that's a lot more than I paid for it. We're not we're not gonna spend a ton of time on this game because of. <laughs> because we've already of, spent 10 minutes on it because of how bad it was there's just not a lot to say just, trevor lawrence looks like he's gonna he's gonna be you know he's moving in the right direction jacksonville has arrived i guess he's gonna be pretty good a problem for years to come i don't know what's going on with the chargers they're I, they're the they're the vikings of the afc i guess i don't really know what's going on with that they blew yeah. a terrible terrible lead um in what I felt like was a boring game and probably closer than it should have been, the Bills beat the Dolphins at home at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Yep. Yep. I mean, we all expected that to happen, just not the way it did, right? Yeah. I, just, I don't know. I was expecting an absolute just mud hole stomping. Um, but I suppose that's what happens in the playoffs, really. Especially considering they're divisional teams. Like, you never really know with division teams. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Bills, the Bills are, I haven't decided yet if I think the Bills are actually a threat to win the Super Bowl this year. And I, I don't mean that in a snarky way, like, like I'm hating on the Bills. They've had a lot of injury issues lately and, 
and they haven't been playing their best kind of football. So I've just sort of given the Super Bowl road to like the Chiefs. But but after yeah. hearing a ton of ESPN radio this week, I'm being swayed to believe that the Bills are really going to do this. I think that's definitely I think that's definitely the case. I think the Bills are good enough. I think I think uh if if we're talking about legitimate Super Bowl like contenders still left, I think there's five. And I think it's the Bills, the Chiefs. No, I'm sorry. There's six because I think the Bengals are up there too. Uh, Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, and then the Cowboys, Eagles, 49ers. I, so I basically, essentially, I don't think the Jaguars are Giants. <laughs> the Jags and the Giants are the only non-real. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, just, I can get on board with that. I guess what I meant was like the Bills would have, they have an absolute gauntlet to make it through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To get to the Super Bowl. Whereas, like, if the Eagles beat the Giants this weekend, they're going to have to beat either Dallas or San Francisco. And I don't know that either one of those two teams would be favored against any one of the remaining teams left on the AFC. Yeah. So, all right. So, we have what what game do we have next? We have the Dolphins. Well, I mean, we talked briefly about the Dolphins at the Bills, but um, the next game is Giants at Vikings. That game, that game was good. I was happy I watched that game. Yeah. That game was the game I thought was going to be the game of the week. Um, I don't know if it was technically because of the great comeback from the Chargers and Jaguars, but um, I do think that I do think that you were you were right in the sense that the Vikings are just really overrated in terms of their record because I don't know if I've ever seen a th- what were they thirteen and four technically? Uh yes. Yeah, and I think they finished last in defense this year. If I they, if I'm not they have a they had a negative point differential, man. It's that's yeah. unheard of for a playoff team. I saw I saw another thing where it was like if if all if all close game like if you switched all close games, all of the the results from close games in the NFL this year, uh, the Vikings would have instead of being like thirteen and four, they would have been like two and fifteen or something like that. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty terrible. I, I don't I guess the part that I'm confused about with the Vikings is offensively they have the firepower to keep up with just about anybody. Yeah. Right. But in and in the past, when teams have that kind of offensive firepower, they have a record like the Vikings, but they don't struggle the way that the Vikings do. There's this disconnect that I'm missing. Like I understand their defense is is awful there's something I'm missing here with why they're that awful. Like it's almost like even though the their Vikings know their defense is going to, is going to keep other teams in the game, their offense plays down to the opponent still. And I just, I don't understand how you could be, you, you could be that good offensively and still blow playoff games against opponents. You should probably be. Yeah. Um, there's something going on with the offense as well. Cause it, the, they are they're very good but for some reason they have these moments where they just can't get it going and i don't know i'll I'll give the giants a lot of props though because they they executed really really well all game yeah uh daniel jones looked he looked like a man on fire out there um i love his new nickname by the way vanilla vic i don't know if you've heard that one yeah, he has the same speed uh, and acceleration as Jalen Hurts on Madden. Wow, that's good. Good for him. Yeah. 
I think that's I think that's incredibly ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> but it's fine. The one thing I will say though, since we're on, do you we're still on, play Madden? Yeah, I do all the time. Nice. Um, one thing I will say though about as it concerns like the the Giants winning this game and and going on to play the the Eagles here in the divisional round. Yeah, because I live in New York. Well, we both do live in New York, I and I, I listen to. <laughs> I listened to the I only briefly listened to ESPN ESPN radio on my way to work and my way home from work. Right. It's it's 15 minutes either way. And in those 15 minutes, both ways, it is just a nonstop. <laughs> like puking of Giants fans calling in and just absolutely just loving on themselves. And it's like I have a couple of ridiculous ones I heard today were like the Giants this game i'm surprised this game has the eagles favored one dude said another dude said uh philly should should consider like completely redoing their offense or something like that because now that the giants have seen it twice there there's no way it's going to work this time I'm just even though the like, eagles have seen the giants <laughs> offense twice it's just like there's no way there's no way and, and obviously we know some eagles fans that are absolutely delusional but there's no way that you're you're so delusional that you think that a the you should be favored in a home in a, an away game against a team you've lost twice to this year and B that your offense, it's only really started to pick it up as of late. Like as this very latter portion of the season uh, that you're, you're going to just go in and absolutely womp on the team. That's been top five in offensive and defense all year. Yeah. Just seems silliness to me. Yeah. Uh, well, not I to mean, say that they won't win. I just mean, I don't know where giants fans are getting that confidence from. Well, I, you also have to, uh, I guess, I, I know it's tough because you're listening to New York sports radio, but you're going to hear all pro giant stuff when yeah, they're yeah. in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Just like if if you were in Philly, all you'd be hearing is about how Philly is going to be destroying the Giants this weekend. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is that I, I expect that sort of thing from what I'm hearing out of my radio in my car. Yeah. What The part I, I sort of laugh at and, and wonder about is, how you came up with with these hypotheses? How, how, what show me what makes you believe this? Because I, other than just like faith, which can be blinding, I mm-hmm. don't understand how you got to that point. Just some of these, some of them are realistic. I mean, like when some people call in, and I'm like, oh, that was that was me as a Giants fan that just called in. <laughs> I don't know who that guy was, but I like that guy because he'll call in and be like, because he was he was like, we're probably gonna lose, but at least we got this far. <laughs> no, he called it kind of, yeah. But he called and he was like ripping on the other giant. He's like, I don't know what some of these schmucks are talking about. He's like, this team has already beaten us twice. We're going to go in. We're just going to womp on them now. Like, what the hell's the matter with you? I'm like, <laughs> I like this guy. He's a Giants fan, but I get him. I get him. <laughs> yeah. You uh, found some common ground. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm trying. I'm trying to be more confident. I've been, I've been confident all year. Uh, not confident like certain people that we know. Like my brother is wildly overconfident. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'm. I mean, did he uh, buy Super Bowl tickets yet? He didn't because I told him I wasn't going. Oh, okay. Uh, I was wondering I'm, how that was going to go. It was. A, it was actually a lot more difficult of a conversation than I thought it was going to be. He fought uh, you on it. He was refusing to to hear my words. He was not acknowledging the words I was He's saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to buy the tickets. You're He's like, so we're good. Flight. I think what what I he understood that I'm not. I can't do it and, and for a couple of reasons and and affording it is is the first and foremost like <laughs> I mean, i'm not the expensive, one man well he 
he's willing to to pay for the tickets, right? That's the bulk of the price of this entire trip. Yeah, for the problem sure. Problem is the rest is still expensive. Paying for flights and tickets, flights and hotel to Arizona for two nights. It's not that it, it would be insanely expensive. It will be because it's Super Bowl weekend, so it will mm. be expensive. But also just that I, if I spend that money on that and we go to that game and we lose it. It's going to be the worst day of your yeah, life. dude. It's going to be the worst money I ever spent. It'll be cool to go to a Super Bowl with my brother. But yeah. will it have been worth it to go to the Super Bowl with my brother? We lose it. We're both miserable. I miss my daughter's birthday. And also... I'm poor. I lost a ton of money. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of factors, but then there was one thing that happened that just it didn't made all the rest of it irrelevant, and it's that Mary's away that weekend, so I can't go anyway. Oh, okay. She's away Super Bowl weekend. Well, well, she's she is Luke's birthday's on Saturday because the Super Bowl's on the twelfth, right? No, so I don't know. I forget. But I know what weekend it is. I can her birthday that is that weekend, and Mary's gonna be away with the army, and she's coming back like friday night yeah so um i'm not i wouldn't be able to go anyway that's fine man you didn't want to go you know i would go i would if <laughs> if i had the the cash to throw to super bowl and it wasn't my daughter's birthday and mary wasn't going to be out of town i would go i totally would go i don't especially know since he's paying for the tickets i don't know if i would like asked me grand that piece. yeah yeah k's asked me that before like are you going to like, would you want to go to the jets? Like uh, if this, if the jets got to the super bowl, would you go? And I'm like, no, probably not. But She's if, like, really? if anything... there were free tickets, you wouldn't go. I'm like, I don't know, man, that drive home or a plane ride home. If we lose <laughs> like, like she thought I was miserable at some jets bills game in 2018 when we got thwomped by uh Matt Barkley, like, you thought I was miserable Matt. during that game. We if we go and get stomped in the Super Bowl, bro. I get you. I'm terrified to make it to the Super Bowl because I don't know how I'm going to act if we lose. So, like you, you understand. Obviously, you understand what what I meant or when I before we went on air and I said I I'm going to probably throw up on Saturday. Not because I'm yeah. afraid of the Giants, but because no, but just the potential. Yeah, it's a huge game and. And I, I don't even know how I'm gonna watch it. I don't even know how I'm gonna watch it, dude. I'm gonna be like, Under every little here's, Let me let me give you a really quick rundown of how this is gonna go with me watching this game. No matter where I'm watching it, it's gonna be me looking. The first we could have scored three straight touchdowns, right? Be up twenty-one nothing, mm -hmm. and the first time we do something wrong, I'm, I turn it. I'm turning it off, and I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Here we go. Here it goes. And I'll give it like three or four minutes, and I'll turn the TV back on. Nothing has happened, right? Because there's been four <laughs> minutes of commercials, so nothing could have happened. Right. And then, uh, the, the I don't know. Let's say Jalen hurts through an interception. Giants get the ball, and they get two straight first downs. Bam! TV goes back off again. I'm not watching this garbage. I'm not watching this anymore. Do you turn and the then, TV off in disgust? Multiple times. That's a thing at, you do. You turn the TV off at least in every Eagles game. This is regular season, dude. In every Eagles game, I think I have turned the TV off at any given game minimum eight or nine times wow that's wild i never turn the tv off like jets could be losing like 41 nothing i still keep i still watch it nope i turn i because it's it's me punishing them for being bad <laughs> okay you don't get the you don't get my viewership whatever network you're on for whatever garbage philly's putting out there on the field right now 
And I'm not supporting you guys for that terrible interception that Jalen Hurts <laughs> just threw. So get it together and I'll turn it back on. And then I turn it back on. And then, and then you, you know what? Here's really why I'm the worst though, dude. Because when I, I have red zone and when they're not, when they're not on TV, so I have to resort to just seeing whatever big plays happen on red zone. Red, yeah. I feel like red zone never shows any of the Eagles plays. So I'm mm-hmm. like, am I, am I going to get to watch any of this game today? As if like, I wouldn't have turned <laughs> the game off nine times myself if it were just on TV. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, that's absolutely hysterical. That that I, do that. I like that. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Bengals Ravens game real quick. Cause yeah, that yeah. was the, probably the most boring game of the weekend, right? Oh. Yeah, this is not good. Um, Lamar Jackson was hurt. That's the story we're going with. So Cincinnati won this game. Uh, it was a lot closer than I guess it should have been. I think so. The fact I said that the only reason why they won is because, uh, you know, Huntley basically just he got stripped on like the two yard line. And uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but dude did it. Whoever it yeah. was. Dude did it. Yeah, he leaned, he he reached he reached with the ball over the goal or towards the goal line and got punched out and they ran it back 90 yeah. yards. Um, it was a wild play, honestly. It was pretty nuts. And that Cincinnati, was the last score of the game. Yeah. Cincinnati wins this game um, to nobody, to no surprise. I mean, the only thing that was surprising was how close it was. Right. And then the weekend. I expected something off. more like like 31-13, something like that, because I didn't think yeah, same. it was going to be that competitive. Same sort of thing I expected from the Bills game. For real. The weekend was capped off with Dallas and Tampa. And uh, Tampa thought they were slick by having Dallas wear Navy jerseys since they never <laughs> do that. Trying to throw them off a little bit. I thought that was funny, too. I One of the first things I notice whenever I turn on a Cowboys games, like a Cowboys game is, oh, my God, they're wearing their their blue jerseys. That's yeah. so weird. They never wear that. They that And they, really they probably never would wear it if teams didn't make them do that. Like. Because when the when the home team chooses to wear white, mm-hmm. the white team has to wear a color jersey. Yeah. So Dallas only has the navy one, and I guess the the theory here was that this was like any any sports like advantage you could get in this game, you're taking it because like Dallas <laughs> never plays in these blue jerseys. Maybe somehow it'll throw Dak off a little bit, targeting <laughs> navy blue jerseys. I want to know who decides that because they don't they don't make that like public knowledge. Right, like no, who I decides won't. the uniform thing? The Is GM the does, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I read a thing on Twitter that said from an NFL player um, who said somebody at, it was Rob Gronkowski's brother. He does TikToks and stuff. Oh, Chris. He he was asked how teams decide what jerseys to wear. Like, do they ask the players' input? And I think he said something like, "Players are they're asked to vote. Like, if there's going to be a jersey change, like if it's yeah. a away game, they have to wear white. It is what it is. But a lot of times they'll let them like." just put in like a vote, like what color combination you wear? Do you want to wear white and colored pants? Do you want to wear white and white pants or, uh, and apparently then, and then like the GM will make the decision and they'll tell the, the equipment staff or something like that. You know, uh, what? which that I thought makes, was pretty cool. That makes a lot more sense than cause like the jets this year, they started off, uh, the first three games they wore all white. And then the fourth game they wore, uh, they wore white, white tops, black bottoms. And they wore that for every single game minus the three games where they wore their black unis until they wore uh, green pants for one game. And it was like really late in the season where they wore green pants. And then I think like the second to last game of the year, they wore all green. 
And so they only wore green twice this year, which I think is insane. Yeah. It's kind of like your color, you know? Yeah, it is insane. It'd be one thing to wear like white tops and then like, okay, you're wearing your green bottoms all the time, but they never wore them. They always wear the black bottoms, which I think looks better anyway, but I just think it's weird. That, I kind of expected like, um, you know, maybe maybe they're going to change their uniform coming soon because it seems like they don't like the, the, the main greens. Maybe. Uh, I feel like they just changed their uniforms, though. Like, just got yeah, they did. Left. Yep. I think it's a three-year rule, so I think we have to have them for next year, and then we can change after that. I think they uh, do that kind of like uh, courtesy, like courtesy of the fans, right? Because otherwise, like, you could make new jerseys every single year, and like, people are going to keep buying Tom Brady jerseys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's true. It makes sense. You don't want to keep making fans buy new jerseys because you know they will. Um, I've always said that the NFL should do what the NBA does: have like all like insane different like jerseys and stuff. Like, why not? Let the fans buy as many different color combo jerseys as they want. Well. In in good news, on that matter, um, aside from Philly wearing black helmets this year, which I felt like went way under the radar, Philly wore black helmets this year, and they were really really slick. I really liked them. First game yeah, they, they wore them was the Packers game on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. And you were uh, there. Yeah, I was there. Uh, you could barely tell from where we were sitting that they were black and not dark green. Oh, um, right. And then I forget which other division game. I think the Giants game they wore all black again, helmets and whatnot. That's cool. Um. But next year, dude, Kelly yeah. Green's coming back. Congrats, buddy. You've been barking up that oh tree for about God. seven years. That's insane. Because they like haven't the, had him since Vic. Yeah, right? they haven't worn him since Mike Vic played. Um, Kevin Cobb played that year as well. Um, what a guy, Kevin what Cobb. What a guy. I'm so, dude, I'm so excited to see the Kelly Green. I'm buying one. That's happening. I'm, Hurts I'm, or I'm, A.J. Brown? Uh, I don't know. I already have a Hurts, so maybe A.J. Brown. Okay. Maybe Smith. we'll see. Um, but actually, I if if Jason Kelsey comes back, I might buy Jason Kelsey. Kelly. Green. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it'll probably be his last year. You can probably buy one anyway. I bet it'll be on the website even if it doesn't come back. Yeah, I may do it anyway. I've been considering buying a Jason Kelsey jersey for a few years. I don't know why I haven't done it yet. He's like one of my all time favorite players. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's the best, man. I love him. And his brother's got a sweet name. All right. You ready? Okay get over it <laughs> so we're plus they're gonna the be in the podcast hall of fame probably along What's with your that? notebook the kelsey brothers oh yeah um divisional round man you ready for this well we skipped the bucks and the cowboys oh yeah we did i'm ugh. i mean it's not, fine we can skip it there's nothing to talk about not intentional i swear dak did amazing gotta yeah. give him props he had a great game through what four touchdowns ran one in Brett Maher um, sort of was there. That's I think the he kicked one extra point. That, that was your favorite part, right? Yeah. What did he miss? Four in a row? Yeah, that was wild. I've never seen anything like it. Like, I almost thought it was like, was I watching like a Key and Peel skit or something like that? Like, at one point, I was yeah. like, what's happening? And then immediately after, um, they got yelled at by the league. The Cowboys did. The Eagles did too, actually. A few teams got yelled at, actually, that night or not, got the next at? morning. Yeah, so apparently the Eagles, the Cowboys, there's a, there's like ten other teams that have been doing this. They their their holders for on extra points have been using markers on the field, and by markers I mean an object of some kind, a blade of grass, a piece of tape, something, a poker chip, and they're laying it <laughs> they're laying it on the grass where the hold will be, 
and it's yeah. been helping the kicker line up the kick better. Apparently, this is what's been happening. Oh, and this is cheating, huh? Yeah, so it's considered they consider it a vile a rules violation. So like 13 teams got a notification on this week that was like, "Hey, cut the shit. Stop That's putting funny. things on the field." It uh, didn't it didn't help Maher though, huh? Uh no. Or was no. this the first week he didn't do it? No, the, this is teams have been doing it all year and the Eagles are a part of it, the Cowboys are a part of it, I think to nobody to no surprise anybody the Patriots were a part of it. <laughs> um Bill was well informed on that rule. <laughs> it was but the the nobody's there's going to be no discipline because this is one of those like extra buried rules that's really sort of vague and doesn't say that you really can't do that but it it's just so vague just kind of looked down upon yeah it's just like it's so vague that it doesn't really say not to do that it's like counting like, cards at a casino like you're not going to get arrested but you can't play blackjack anymore Bill. yeah like they they, they, got, they put your name on a wall in the security room um <laughs> yeah. what i understand is um, the Eagles punter holds the kicks for Jake Elliott. And from mm-hmm. what I understand, he was using, he was plucking a blade of grass from out of the grass and then laying it in a way that he could see it from where he is, from where his head is. You know what I mean, it's just looking down on it and it yeah. has it lined up perfectly. And then, and then, you know, snaps the ball, holds it right there in that spot. And then they kick it. It seems so minor I'm, to me. Yeah. I was like, going to say, like, I mean, if you're going to do it, He's doing it like to the absolute like minimal like minimal possibility, right? Like he's like, I'm gonna take this piece of grass and put it on top of all the other pieces of grass. <laughs> but again, and that's gonna help us the out. Rules, man, I guess it's against the rules. <laughs> Teams got a memo this week that was like, cut the shit. That's so, so funny. Um, but yeah, Maher missed four extra points. I thought that was hysterical. The Cowboys won this game easily. I don't really know what was going on with Tampa Bay. They looked not great. They look like an eight and nine football team that got like six other wins from the NFC South. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was really specific and absolutely true. Um, this, but this works out really, I think, uh, as far as wanting the Cowboys to never win games, because now that they have won a game that I didn't want them to win, they did so against a team that was not great. And so now mm-hmm. they're on this, they're on this high. They think they're really good and they got to go play San Fran's defense. Um, so like, I'm really, I'm really excited for that. So, so, okay. Uh, who would you rather play the Cowboys? Like if they weren't the Cowboys, would, would you rather play the Cowboys is what I'm saying? I have to try to wrap my head around what you're asking me right now. (laughs) Cause I think, cause I think the Niners are a better team, but I think you'd rather play the Niners because of the fear of losing to the Cowboys is so much greater than losing to the Niners. Oh, like 200%, you, dude. 200%. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, the Niners are the better team. So if you if you weren't so anti-Cowboys, I think you – which makes sense. You're an Eagles fan. Uh, I think you would rather play the Cowboys. But you're afraid of losing to them. You know? Oh, man. Because it because – It's of- like you'd rather get beat up by, like, a UFC fighter than, like, a 70-year-old woman. Yeah, but you'd rather fight a seven-year-old woman. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would because that seven-year-old woman is just she claims she's going to beat me up all year, and then yeah, and the fans and all of her fans are it. really annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes, uh, I would two hundred percent rather play the team that's the better team for fear of losing to the team I hate the most, for sure. Okay, makes sense. Um, that's what I. That's what I figured. It's and it's not because I think that the Eagles would lose to the Cowboys. It's just the stress that comes over my body thinking about <laughs> losing to the Cowboys in the playoffs is like 
it's paralyzing. And I, I don't, I'm, I, oh God. <laughs> and then like a step below that though, is like the possibility of potentially losing to the giants. Yeah. But like, you'd rather lose to the giants in the divisional rather than the Cowboys in the, in the conference. It makes me want to puke that that's true. It's true though. That like, if you're like, yo, you got to lose to a division opponent, just pick one. Like you got the Cowboys or the Giants. Which one are you losing to? I'm like the Giants, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You, you I won. I hate it, dude. I'd I rather lose to the won. Bills. I'd rather lose to the Bills in the wild card than the Patriots in the conference championship. One hundred percent. I I sometimes wonder if like other do other fans think this way? Because like I know that I'm I'm largely pessimistic, but I wonder if other fans think this way. Like I would rather lose to a team that has two wins than lose to the team that's in my division, even though they're a good team, I would still rather <laughs> lose to the worst team. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Uh, it's, it's really bad. It's really bad. But joking aside, dude, I'm, I'm not um, short of any confidence that the Eagles will win this game this weekend. I just hate that any team other than the Eagles from the NFC is in this, in the playoffs. <laughs> that's right. it. That's really what's happening here. Oh man. All right. You want to break down the divisional weekend, which is yeah. usually, by the way, the best weekend of football. Yeah. Usually. Uh prepare yourselves because this is this is where the best football of the entire season happens, is right here in this round. Yeah. Um the first game up is Jacksonville at Kansas City, and Kansas City is eight and a half. So I was wrong earlier. I thought Philly had the largest spread. It's Kansas City. It's tied though, right? Isn't it eight and a half? No, those? Philly's a seven and a half, not eight and a half. Oh, you did lie. Weird. Yeah, I did. I got those mix, mixy matched. Yeah. Mix, mix matched. Yeah, I get it, dude. I get it. You lied. Um, yeah, Jacksonville at Kansas City. Kansas City's eight and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. Do we have any reason to believe that Jacksonville will win its second straight game against an AFC West opponent? No. No, okay. I, I I don't think so. I mean, I didn't. I don't think they deserve to win the game that they won against the Chargers. You know, Chargers are going to charge her though sometimes. So Chargers you kind of got to. You kind of gotta just, you know, roll with the punches that the that the Chargers throw at themselves. So they really uh, did throw punches at themselves. Yeah. So uh, I'm definitely going Kansas City here. They should they should cover. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to have to have that second half performance that he had to even have a chance in this game. Do you? I want you to imagine for a moment that Jacksonville wins this game. I'm imagining. I don't like it. There's a chance that they host a playoff game. No, they can't. No. No, they can't. Never mind. Not not today. Uh, not today. <laughs> uh, never mind then, because there's no, there's no shot Jacksonville. Because even if Jacksonville wins this game against against Kansas City, they're not then beating the, the, the winner of the Bills-Bengals game. Well, yeah, so the Bills-Bengals are both higher seeds anyway, so that yeah. would be an away game for them. They're just not. They're not making it through the gauntlet. I guess is what I'm saying. So I, I'm 274.9 percent on the uh, Chiefs. Wow, couldn't even go the full 275. Yeah, uh, not right, that confident. Yeah. I'm on the Chiefs as well. <laughs> uh, what do you, What do you think though? Um, quickly of the NFL suggesting that the Bills and Chiefs start selling their AFC Championship game tickets already. I don't know if you've seen that. The NFL suggested that. Yeah, the NFL suggested that the the because it's going to be a neutral site game, right? So, uh, the NFL suggested that the Chiefs and the Bills start selling because uh, season ticket holders get first dibs on playoff games. 
So they suggested that so that they could kind of get ahead of it with the whole neutral site thing happening. Uh, they talked about they talked about it with Joe Mixon in the lock in the Bengals locker room, and they're like, "Do you see that as like a you know as like a motivation, as like a motivator or whatever?" And he's just like, "Honestly, it's like it's super disrespectful, but we're not worried about that. We got a game to play." So I think there's a there's a business aspect of it here though. I don't think it's the NFL being confident that those are the two teams that are going to win. I think it's more of I think they're being proactive. Yeah, they're trying <laughs> to get ahead of potential disaster of ticket sales. It's it's the same reason why they make AFC Championship shirts for both teams in the conference yeah, exactly. championship. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like they're going to cover their bases here. Yeah, this is, has nothing to do with the NFL predicting a winner, and more to do with just being ahead of ticket sales in case this happens because this is the only matchup where the the game is played on a neutral field. So I, I think that Cincinnati players have were told this already. Like this has nothing to do. I mean, maybe not though. Maybe they want them to use his motivation. Like, look at this. The NFL thinks like you guys are not going to win. So, right. Uh, I, I just can't wait for all the, uh, all the, uh, you know, conspiracy theory, TikToks to come out and say that the NFL is rigged. Look at, they were telling, you know yeah. the Chiefs and the and the Bills to start selling their tickets, and that leaked. And uh, you know, it's and so now nice. look, the Chiefs and the Bills won. <laughs> Stop it. Um, the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are seven and a half point favorites at home. Yep, yeah, they are. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Eagles here, buddy. Uh, I will say I don't think they cover. I think the Giants keep it close. They've been playing really, really good defense. Uh, but, but. I could see it being a touchdown game, right? Philly winning like uh 24, 17, something like that. Um, I'm going to pick the Eagles as well. I'm also not picking them to cover. I think I envision something more like a 24, 20 kind of thing. Okay. Uh, Giants Same keep it close. Keep it close late. Um, they're playing great football right now. I hate it. Um, Philadelphia is going to, I don't see a scenario where they don't come out of the gate kind of slow. Um, Hertz has been, they played a very, very basic version of their offense against the Giants in the last week of the season. Yeah. Is, he was still he. All reports say he's fine now. He looks he looks regular like he did you know all season, uh, but it took five weeks to get there, which is concerning. But uh, I do expect them to still come out of the gate pretty slow. I, I mean that's just normal human being stuff. You don't really play your best football. You know. It doesn't seem like Philly was even trying in the last five weeks. And so now like you're just rusty. So I expect them to come out slow, maybe even did uh, New York to go up a score to start this game. But yeah. is this a game I expect Philly to win? This is me being confident, um, but I expect it to be close. Yeah. I, I kind of have the same, like a similar feeling to you, like as you where uh, remember how the Eagles started off the season where it seemed like they couldn't put a full game together to save their lives. It was yeah. either they came out, started really fast, got out to like a 21 and nothing lead. And then all of a sudden, like, you're just like, okay, uh, I guess we're letting this team come back now. And then they will end up winning like 24 to 17. Yeah. Uh, they score a field goal after, you know, 17 unanswered or something like that. Yep. Uh, you know, I could see that kind of being a thing. Yeah. That, that is a trend with the Eagles. Um, Hopefully they, you know, coaching can can help them through that. The some of the play call has been a little bit wonky last couple of weeks. Hopefully they got that tightened up, especially on defense. Yeah. Um, but praying praying for the Eagles dub. Uh, and the over under for Trav puking is two, two and a half. Two two and a half pukes. Yeah. 
I'll take the under. Yeah, I'm going to take the under right now, but we'll see game day. <laughs> um, Cincinnati is at Buffalo. The Bills are five and a half point favorites at home. This is my uh, this is the game I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, right? this is going to be, uh, you know, a lots of fun. This lots is where of we're going to be different too. You think this is where we're going to be different? Yep. Okay, I'm assuming then you have the Bengals. Um, I was. It's tough though because I could see either or winning here. Um, what's the line again? Five and a half points. Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo is five and a half point favorites. That's a lot. It is a lot. I'm gonna take. I'm definitely taking Cincy to cover that. Ooh. For sure. If the if the game's that close, dude, we're in for a really good game. Yeah. No, I think it's probably a field goal game. You know what I mean? Thirty-four, I thirty-one, so. something like that. Dude, I hope this game is just fireworks. Yeah, me too. I hope the kickers can make an extra point. <laughs> that would be fun for everyone. Yeah. Although it was pretty fun when they didn't, to be fair. Yeah, and then when it's not, it like when they're when they're off, the game gets real interesting. Teams start going for two. Right. Kicker starts getting bullied on the sideline. It's a great time. I will say though, for these playoff squares, that was rough. That was the first game I had like legit good squares for. And then he misses four extra points to just completely throw the whole score out of whack. And I'm like, yep, that yep. seems like that makes sense. That's how we do that. I also think one of my favorite things about like doing squares and by favorite, I think it's my least favorite thing is that um, at least three times a day after sending out the squares, somebody will text me and say, man, I wish you could get me some good squares. And then I always have to like gently <laughs> remind them that I spent $120 and have not won myself yet. <laughs> <laughs> I had, uh, I have to read you this conversation with, with uh, Steven. Okay. He, I texted him the Cowboys Buccaneers squares that you texted me. Cause as soon yeah. as you texted to me, I saved the pick and I send it to the family group chat with the people who are in it. And yep. I send one to Steven and I said, tonight's game. And he goes, where do I collect the money? I won. I said, did you win? He goes, does anyone keep track? I said, laugh my ass off. Yeah, Rigney's pretty on top of it. That's why I asked. I don't remember him telling me you won. He said, never mind then. You <laughs> <laughs> think we just send out the pictures and just like, well, they'll oh, yeah. contact us if we if they win. Oh, you oh you won? Hold on, let me get your money for you. Like, Could you oh, imagine he's... if I did that? If I was just like, let's see if they contact me and then I'll pay them. <laughs> Hold on, I think I messed up what he said. That's too funny. Oh no, I'm sorry. I I he's I said yeah, Rigney's pretty on top of it. That's why I asked. I don't remember him telling me you won. He said, oh, I don't think so. Then, oh, <laughs> still the same. Yeah. Well, you just tried to tell me you won money. Oh, too funny. That's funny. Um. So you you took the Bills in this game, correct? Yeah, I'm taking the Bills. I think they win by a field goal. I think they get it done. Um. I'm picking Cincinnati mm-hmm. and I'm picking them to win by 10 or more. Wow. Fancy boy. Uh, okay. My reasoning for that is I think Cincinnati is just their, their weapons are, this is going to be one of those Jamar chase games from last year in the fantasy championship, right? One, one or both of their, their, I say both. They have three very good wide receivers. Yeah, they got um, a, they got a few of them. Are gonna have like 
12 grabs, 190 yards, two touchdowns, something stupid. Uh, and that's just going to be too much for Buffalo to handle. So, but with that being said, I with Cincinnati winning by 10 or more points, uh, I would put the over under of this at this game at 65. Lots of points, huh? Yeah. So that's the kind of game I think it's going to be. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think it's going to be pretty high scoring. Yeah, I, uh, cause what, dude, I said 65, right? 34, 31. Oh, did you? I didn't, I didn't even hear yeah. you say a score. You're crazy. Damn. We on the same page, except it's we got uh, different guys winning with different scores. So not really the same page at all. <laughs> We're a third of the same page. <laughs> the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. San Fran is four point favorites at home. This is also going to be a great game. Um, I hope man. not. <laughs> uh, so funny enough, I uh, back at like week four or week five, I remember on the show, I had said that I was booking it now that the NFC championship game was going to be Eagles Niners. And uh, I still I still feel that way. I think I still feel that uh, that's going to be the game. However, um, I also said that it would be dope to see a, a rematch between the Eagles and Cowboys after both teams, you know, lost without their starting quarterback yeah now both starting quarterbacks are back and you know storybook endings my friend but the only thing worse than the eagles losing to the cowboys in the divisional round is the eagles losing to the cowboys in the conference championship yeah no i get that (laughs) i don't even i don't even necessarily think the cowboys would win that game i just don't even want the potential of that being a thing to have to listen, because even the most mild-mannered Cowboys fan I know, like Headache, is going to text me, and I'm going to throw my phone through a window that's irreplaceable. There's a really, there's a really stupidly shaped window up here. It's like I was going to say, like, what window do you have that's irreplaceable? It's like, it's like they can't uh, make glass in this shape, dude. It just doesn't. doesn't dude, it's exist. like it's like three. It's it's like four feet by four feet. It's just a sheet of glass. Oh, okay. They got those, huh? That's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to throw my phone to it if I get a headache text if the Eagles and the Cowboys in the conference championship and the Cowboys or the Eagles lost. Yeah. Um, good luck, buddy. No, I don't want that. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even remotely want to even have to. I don't even know that the Cowboys would win that game. That's just me being wanting to throw up thinking about it. Um, <laughs> I hope that this game is bad i hope this is the worst game of the weekend i hope that san fran even if they only win this game by 10 i hope it's just just gross i hope dak prescott you hope throws, it's 10 nothing <laughs> i hope dak prescott throws three interceptions i hope i hope that like cd lamb just is like they're just arguing on the sideline and like Elliot punches Pollard for some reason because now he's jealous 20, 20 weeks into the season. <laughs> I will say I will say I saw a clip from CD Lamb uh talking to Maher. Maher came over and um and uh, he sat he sat down on the bench and CD Lamb was like, Yo, we got you, bro. Like we we got your back. And Mar's just like, Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. He's like, Yo, how many times do you bail us out there in the season? He's like, Don't even worry about it. He's like, We got you. He's like, You're fine. Yeah, that's and I was all... like, dude, that's that's great from like a what you know what you would expect to be like a diva wide receiver to like get behind the kicker like that especially when you see Dak saying like go for f and two like on the sideline yeah yeah um 
Well, that and that's that's very sweet of. <laughs> I know you don't want to hear this story. <laughs> um, I hope Maher misses five in a row. No, because that would mean that they scored five times. I hope that Maher misses every field goal attempt they make and they don't score any points. You just hope he misses the one extra point yeah. they try in garbage time with zero seconds left. I hope that CD Lamb and Dak Prescott fist fight in the center of the field. You started with fist. I didn't know you were okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. No, that would be fun. You know? And then I hope like Christian McCaffrey just joins in and then, (laughs) and and then all three of them get suspended and then he doesn't get to play next week against the Eagles in the conference championship. Yeah. You ideal scenario. You're kind of dreaming here, buddy. Come on, dude. It's, it's, (laughs) it's, it's a non-zero chance. I I mean, I guess it's not zero. zero. I don't think it's zero. Potentially zero. (laughs) Weirder things have happened. (laughs) Pistons, Has Pistons Pacers brawl. Oh yeah, that's true. That was wild. That's one of what, the best. What dude? What dude? What dude prayed to the fantasy gods that that game wouldn't finish? Oh, uh, <laughs> could you imagine like oh, yeah. NBA fantasy back then? It's like, oh man, I just need Jermaine O'Neal to not finish this game. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine O'Neal. <laughs> oh my god, I just need Ron Artest to not have any more rebounds. <laughs> Just no more rebounds from Ron Artest, please. Oh, Jermaine O'Neal. I forgot he's a person. Yeah, oh I, I got to say, for not being a basketball guy, I was pretty that was proud good. of myself for pulling that name oh out of that. God. Dude, I just have images of that enti- of that whole thing taking place just in my head right now. <laughs> just just the just the cup of something being thrown at Ron Artest who's laying <laughs> on the announcer table. Yeah. Oh, God. And then he runs up and he punches a person who had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Punched a guy that had nothing to do with it. Could you imagine what a being good that time, guy? dude? And I just love that, like he was like, like that was the first thing that kind of like put him on the map, and now he's metal world peace. Oh, dude. My guy wasn't metal. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's funny. So funny to me. You and I are yeah. both gonna go. You and I are both gonna YouTube this after we get off the show. I'm anyway. definitely gonna watch it after this because <laughs> I I vividly remember right. He gets hit with a cup of beer or whatever it is. He jumps up. He has no idea who threw this. Nope. He runs up the stands and he and he approaches a guy, and the guy that he's approaching is pumped, dude. He's so excited. <laughs> he's like he's like yo. I knew it was a good idea to get these seats. <laughs> And then Ron Artest punches him right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! It's such it's the it's one of the best sport things to ever take place ever. Like it's so funny because it's like also the worst. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. the worst, but it's like it's up there. It's like you know what I mean? Like craziest. What do they call happened. it? Malice at the palace. <laughs> Is that what they call it? I always just call it the Pistons Pacers brawl. Oh. Dude, yeah, dude, it's so it's so fantastic. In my life, I remember exactly where I was when I saw it because it happened like the night before I went bowling. Like, because I was in this bowling league when I was like twelve, and uh, and yeah, it happened. Uh, it happened the night before that, and I saw like I saw the replays of it at bowling the next morning. I was just like, "Wait, what is this? <laughs> Why are they yeah. fighting the fans? <laughs> Why are they fighting the fans? <laughs> You're not. Even, that's the best part. Is like." They're not even allowed to fight each other on the court. <laughs> it's 
Why are they fighting the fans? Like, like it's crazy when they fight each other, else. but like, yeah, it is crazy. It's like Ron Artest jumped eight rows to to get to this dude. <laughs> I don't know why he singled that guy out. Like it's, it wasn't like the stands were empty. He just went all the way up to that dude. It's just one of those things where, for the rest of my life, I'll randomly think of that. How excited <laughs> that guy was. <laughs> he had nothing to do with what Ron Artest was mad about. I don't. It'll just that'll stick with me. Sports and my sports like. Uh, vault in my mind for the rest of my life, easily. Just one of the best moments. Just this guy, and then fucking getting punched in the face. Oh, too funny. So Sorry, good, dude. We got way off track there. No, I mean, I, that that was I like that. Know, this, and this all stemmed from me just praying that there would be a Cowboys fight in the middle <laughs> of the field during this game. Um, who are you picking, buddy? 49ers are four point favorites at home. Uh, 49ers. All right. I am picking Dallas to win this game. You are so pessimistic, buddy. Um I think I think the Brock Purdy experiment hits its first major roadblock and it, and it's a it's a really it's a really bad time for it because um they desperately need the Cowboys can score a ton of points and unless Brock Purdy has a game like he just had uh, it, you're you're relying on the 49ers defense to. It's not like they can't do it. They totally can do it. Um, but I, I guess I'm just expecting a Brock Purdy down to earth game, and then and so that I I don't necessarily know that their offense will keep up with the Cowboys offense, especially with like Gallup looked really good last game. CD always looks really great. Dalton Schultz just like now the Cowboys seem to be clicking at the right time. They gave the ball to Tony Pollard a lot, which was not uncommon, but I felt like it was a weird thing that Zeke didn't get the ball more. I just want everybody to take note, whoever's in our fantasy league, of what Pollard has done so far in the playoffs and what Keenan Allen did um, since he's been back from injury. I just want you guys to take notes. That's all yeah. Yeah. Why, what, what, are you, what are you looking for? For no particular reason, Travis. What are you looking to get for him, man? You want, you wanted, you wanted to, you, let's make this weird. Let's negotiate on air right now. What do you want for Pollard? Do you want Pollard? Just tell me what you want. Do you want them? Say, say your price. I'm writing it down. Two firsts in that cat right. poster. I don't want them. <laughs> I don't what even what have was the two deal firsts. breaker? The two firsts or the cat I do poster? have two firsts. Um, do I have two firsts? I think so. I think I do. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not giving you any firsts for them. Um, no. What, a fifth? You do it for a fifth? Maybe. Maybe I, I still have another trade that I'm I, that talk. I'm hoping pans out here. Well, it, it'll pan out so long as somebody doesn't scoop them, and and I could talk Mary into it. Mm. She like fields. I get it. You know what's crazy is she'll she'll trust me with with I mean with with her life, the kids' life. But like I get this feeling from her whenever I even approach her about a fancy trade that she just thinks I'm just the shistiest thing like i'm trying to just maneuver her out of her pants or something but she'll also trust your opinion when somebody else offers her a trade yeah like Trav, you think i should do this uh, she nah, immediately sends not. me every trade that she gets she doesn't even respond to the person she just sends it to me she doesn't I, I think she she trusts my opinion but i think uh whenever it's like a me trying to negotiate with her i think she's very weary of my intentions she should be mary if you're listening you should be trev is shysty <laughs> 
Shasty. No, that's Joe you, Burrow. You, listen, you you heard what he wanted to happen to the Cowboys, okay? That's true. If that's you don't what think makes he's, me shysty, then I, I'll wear that badge. If you don't think he's he's shysty, I mean, just listen back. It was like five, ten minutes ago. Is that, How is that shysty, though? Is it, it's a, a is it shysty that I want the Cowboys to just just break down in the middle of the field? You want the them to the fist fight each other. That's so much to ask for. Come on, man. Yeah, I didn't think you had a hand for a second. Anyway. Yeah, I lost it. Yeah, it was weird. All right. Uh, that's about it, I think, for us. Yeah, that's the end of it. So, uh, I, I promise this one's going to get uploaded on time. And then, um, <laughs> and then, uh, we will talk to you guys next week, uh, to review these games and preview the conference championship games. Hopefully, I'm in a really good mood when we record next week. Yeah. That'd be cool for you. You're going to know as soon as you hear my voice. Either you're going to hear, you're going to be like, what's up, man? And we're like, what's up, dude? Bah? Or you're going to be, he's going to be like, what's up, man? And be like, what's up? Trav isn't here today. <laughs> what's up, man? Just kidding. Trav's not here. Yeah. He hasn't answered me since Saturday night. <laughs> Let's hope that's not the case. No, All right. Me too. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week. And, uh, you know, have a great time. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy the games this weekend. Um, go 49ers. Yeah. Go Jaguars. For some reason. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Later, guys.